Theranos, Theranos founder Elizabeth Holmes sentenced to 11 years in prison for fraud. So Elizabeth Holmes, the disgraced Theranos founder who was once compared to Steve Jobs before she was convicted of defrauding investors who backed the now defunct blood testing company, was sentenced to more than 11 years in prison on Friday. The pregnant Holmes, dressed in a dark blouse and black skirt, was given 135 months behind bars by U.S. District Judge Edward Davila in the same San Jose, California courtroom where a jury convicted her on four counts of investor fraud and conspiracy in January. Moments after the ruling, the 38-year-old Holmes turned to hug her crying mother. She was also comforted by her father and her partner after the sentence was handed down. And during the hearing, Holmes cried as she said she was devastated by her failures and would have done many things differently if she had the chance. I have felt deep shame for what people went through because I failed them, she said. Before handing down the sentence, Davila called the case troubling on so many levels, questioning what motivated Holmes, a brilliant entrepreneur, to misrepresent her company to investors. I wouldn't really say that she's brilliant because she couldn't really get anything done. So this is a fraud case where an exciting venture went forward with great expectations only to be dashed by untruths, misrepresentations, plain hubris, and lies, he said. She was ordered to begin serving the sentence April 27th, and her lawyers have two weeks to file an appeal and are expected to ask the judge to allow her to remain free on bail during the process. Holmes' 135-month sentence was below the 15 years requested by prosecutors, who also sought $804 million in restitution for 29 investors. The amount covers most of the nearly $1 billion that Holmes raised from a list of sophisticated investors that included software magnate Larry Ellison, media mogul Rupert Murdoch, and the Walton family behind Walmart. Davila ordered Holmes repay $121 million to 10 investors, including Murdoch and former Wells Fargo CEO Richard Kovacic, who sat in the company's board, according to the New York Times. Her legal team had asked for incarceration of no, of no more than 18 months, preferably served in home confinement. A probation report also submitted to Davila recommended a nine-year prison sentence for Holmes. Before Davila handed down his sentence, the courtroom was abuzz when the prosecuting attorney, John Bostic, claimed that Holmes once said, They don't put attractive people like me in jail. Holmes' defense attorney, Kevin Downey, disputed the claim, saying that the prosecution never called any witnesses during trial who can testify to the alleged remark. The sentencing marks an end to a saga that has been dis dissected in an HBO documentary and in an award-winning Hulu TV series about Holmes' meteoric rise and epic downfall. Once valued at $9 billion, Theranos promised to revolutionize how patients receive diagnoses by replacing traditional labs with small machines envisioned for use in homes, drugstores, and even on the battlefield. 
Forbes dubbed Holmes the world's youngest female self-made billionaire in 2014 when she was 30, and her stake in Theronis was worth $4.5 billion. While wooing investors, Holmes leveraged a high-powered Theronis board that included former U.S. Defense Secretary James Mattis, who testified against her during the trial, and two former U.S. Secretaries of State, Henry Kissinger and the late George Shultz, whose son submitted a statement blasting Holmes for concocting a scheme that played Shultz for the fool. Her lawyers had argued that Holmes deserved more lenient treatment as a well-meaning entrepreneur who is now devoted mother with another child on the way. Downey also asked Davila to consider the alleged sexual and emotional abuse Holmes suffered while she was involved romantically with Ramesh Sunny Balwani, who became a Theronis investor, top executive, and eventually an accomplice in her crimes. Balwani, 57, is scheduled to be sentenced December 7th after being convicted in a July trial on 12 counts of fraud and conspiracy. Holmes' reporting date to begin her prison time could be the result of her second pregnancy in two years. After giving birth to a son shortly before her trial started last year, Holmes became pregnant at some point while free on bail this year. Although her lawyers didn't mention the pregnancy in an 82-page memo submitted to Davila last week, the pregnancy was confirmed in a letter from current partner William Billy Evans that urged the judge to be merciful. In that 12-page letter, which included pictures of Holmes doting on their one-year-old son, Evans mentioned that Holmes participated in a Golden Gate bird swimming event earlier this year while pregnant. He also noted Holmes suffered through a case of COVID-19 in August while pregnant. Evans didn't disclose Holmes' due date in his letter. Downey painted Holmes her as a selfless visionary who spent 14 years of her life trying to revolutionize healthcare with a technology that was supposed to be able to scan for hundreds of diseases and other ailments with just a few drops of blood. Although evidence submitted during her trial showed the test produced wildly unreliable results that could have steered patients in the wrong direction, her lawyers asserted Holmes never stopped trying to perfect the technology until Theranos collapsed in 2018. They also pointed out that Holmes never sold any of her Theranos shares, a stake valued at $4.5 billion in 2014 when Holmes was being hailed as the next Steve Jobs on the covers of business and magazines. Well, here's the thing, right? The fact that she literally sold nothing of her uh, shares is beyond stupid, right? Because this is the thing. What she could have done is, at the peak, sell some of the shares, use that money to actually fund true technology that would actually do what she was claiming that her company was doing. Because she would have had the funding. She would have actually have had the money to be able to do it. So defending herself against criminal charges has left Holmes with substantial debt from which she is unlikely to recover, Downey wrote, suggesting that she is unlikely ever to pay any restitution that Davila might order as part of her sentence. Holmes is not a danger to society, Downey wrote. Federal prosecutor Robert Leach emphatically declared Holmes deserves a severe punishment for engineering a scam that he described as one of the most egregious white-collar crimes ever committed in Silicon Valley. Which, you know, 
let's just wait to see what happens with FTX. That's going to be insane. So in a scathing 46-page memo, Leach told the judge that he has an opportunity to send a message that curbs the hubris and hyperbole unleashed by the tech boom of the past decade. Holmes preyed on hopes of her investors that a young, dynamic entrepreneur had changed healthcare. Leach wrote, And through her deceit, she attained spectacular fame, adoration, and billions of dollars of wealth, which I guess the Post writes. Now, here's the thing. The interesting thing about this is because this isn't like a violent crime or anything like that. This is purely financial. This is purely a white-collar crime. So, it could very well be a type of situation because she's going to probably submit for parole or basically try to manipulate her sentencing to where she gets less time than what she should get. I, I wouldn't be surprised if somehow during the appeal process, somehow, because she'd probably just stay out like at like home arrest or whatever, right? That she might somehow get it to where she only spends like two years in prison, if that, right? And if she were to even spend time in prison, it'd be at a very, very minimum security prison. Because again, technically speaking, she's not necessarily a threat to the general public, but she is definitely a threat to investors, right? So I could see something where she spends some time in prison, not much, and then also end up basically being barred from ever creating like a public company ever again, right? Which, whoopee, right? That means that she could still create another business. She could still do things once she's out and actually make money, right? Now she's going to owe a lot of money no matter what, but you also got to keep in mind too, it's kind of like the same type of thing that um the guy who was in the Wolf of Wall Street, I forget the guy's name or whatever, but he owes a lot of money still to a lot of people, and he still has to pay restitution. Is he actually paying restitution? I don't know. But probably a lot of these people that end up getting hit with these white-collar punishments end up getting out, start creating a business, and start basically kind of paying money back to restitution, but not really, because maybe they could basically structure their income in a way where they don't necessarily have to pay anything, or like basically show that they don't make any money in a sense they themselves their business might but they themselves might not make any money which might allow them to not really have to pay any money towards restitution it'd be a really weird situation white collared crimes are always super weird in how the punishments are dealt with but let's see some of the comments she says she would have done many things differently if she had the chances the problem with that argument is that she did have the chance and didn't do things differently. And here's the thing, right? And if she had sold her shares, like some of her shares at the peak, she could have funded the creation of a real product that would have done at least something close to what she said. Let's see. And things have changed. Federal inmates must serve 85% of their sentence minus any time already served. If you break the rules, that 85% number gets larger. She will have to serve minimum 9.35 years, less time served. The thing is, I don't even think that she's actually going to even have to spend, or serve, I mean, 9.35 years. Like, I don't even think that. It amazes me the poor goes to jail as soon as the sentence is called. The rich don't get to report for six months and possibly indefinitely. 
while the appeal process is active. Lots of pregnant women is in prison. Interesting. Let's say there's no parole in federal prison, but she can earn up to 50 days of good time credit per year served. So if she serves nine and a half years, she would have earned enough for the remainder of the sentence. Plus, she can always appeal, and a new judge may give her an even lighter sentence or no sentence. See, here's the thing. I wouldn't even be surprised if during this whole appeal process, because she could potentially just stay out during this whole appeal process, she might end up getting a judge that'd be like, hey, no, you're going to be at, like, home arrest for, like, the next four, five years with pr- some form of probation or something, and then also you'll end up basically having to pay restitution for the next however many years. Yeah, see, the thing is, like, people are assuming that she is actually going to get that time, and I don't think so. I really don't think that she's going to get a lot of time in federal prison. I think guessing she got pregnant because she was looking at 20 years, she's 38, she can't have a kid in 20 years, and federal prisons do not have conjugal visits. So if she wanted a baby, it was basically now or never. There won't be any prison baby making with her husband. I imagine a hard deadline, a baby now or never, might make many women want a baby. There's a no. I have more time maybe next year. In her case, the maternal instinct can be strong. Anecdotal evidence, but when I was 35, I met a 28-year-old. I already had kids, a vasectomy, and no desire to get married, and I told her this. She was fine with it, said she wasn't sure if she wanted, even wanted to have kids until she turned 30, and then was like... Why aren't we married, and why am I not pregnant? Where's my baby? <laughs> we broke up. Interesting. Yeah, who knows what's going to end up happening. Feel free to give your thoughts. If you want to learn to get out of debt, go down below.